also read Exodus chapter 7, verses 1 through 3. Psalm 32, 7 and 8 reads, Thou art my hiding place, thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance, Salah. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go, and I will guide thee with mine eye. And over here in Exodus chapter 7, verses 1 through 13, and it reads, And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a god to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. Thou shalt speak all that I command thee, and Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh that he send the children of Israel out of his land. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that I may lay my hand upon Egypt and bring forth mine armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch forth mine hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. And Moses and Aaron did as the Lord commanded, so did they. And Moses was fourscore years old, and Aaron fourscore years and three years old when they spake unto Pharaoh. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, when Pharaoh shall speak unto you, saying, Show a miracle for you. Then you shall say unto Aaron, Take thy rod and cast it before Pharaoh, and it shall become a serpent. And Moses and Aaron went in unto Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers, now the magicians of Egypt, they did also in like manner with their enchantments. For they cast down every man his rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods, and he hardened Pharaoh's heart. But he hearkened not unto them as the Lord had said. I would like to talk to you upon the subject God's guidance through a tragedy. God's guidance through a tragedy. Looking at this story here, we talk about uh, what's going on in our situation today. We realize that we are in the midst of a pandemic. There's a lot of things that's going on. There is death on every side. The cases of those who have contracted the disease is going up by the hundreds day by day in the United States. And it seems as if it's becoming greater and greater. And it seems as if the magnitude of this whole thing, it has breached our psychological mind. It has breached our physical and our spiritual mind. And it seems as if society is running in a panic. And it seems as if they can't get to where they think they would desire to go. And it seems as if it's bringing us into the mindset of a panic that we forget how we've been blessed by God in the past. We receive all of this information and what has been told to us and how this pandemic reached us. We had been given as a nation 
information long time ago by the former president, Barack Obama, where he was talking in a press conference in 2014, not just a press conference, it was a talk to the nation. He said, we ought to have infrastructures in place in case a pandemic breaks out five years from now. He accounted the very year, 2019 of November, where it got our attention. And then from then on, there were other things done of the current the current administration who laid things aside and said it wasn't that serious but now we are here in 2020 in April and the government has shut down it seems as if uh, there's there's nobody working at their jobs only thing that are open now are the essential places to go Hospitals are now overrun with people who have contracted COVID-19, the coronavirus. We have many deaths. There have been more deaths in the United States in the last two and a half months than it have been in the nations who contracted the virus before us. How can we possibly see God's guidance through this tragedy? There are some people that you probably know have fallen asleep in the Lord. It means that they've died. And it's hurt you and it's cut you to the core. And you're asking yourself, God, how in the world could you allow a thing like this to occur? Could you allow a thing like this to happen? This is our today's stage. This COVID-19, this coronavirus. We're in the midst of a milieu of a pandemic that America has not seen in years. Wondering what God's hand has been allowed to do. Why has God's hand had allowed these things to happen? Why has the angels that sits upon the four corners of this earth allowed this thing to come? Why weren't we as citizens of this country were not so much prepared for such a pandemic. We have to remember then to be encouraged by what our Lord says. And we look at, well, where did all this come from? In order before, before we get to the encouragement part, we have to see that nothing, as Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, nothing new is under the sun. We have to consider and understand that when we go back to the story here in Exodus chapter 7 verses 1 through 13 we have to consider some things it, uh, there, there, there was a yeah there was a plague that fell then that's what it's called now this pandemic this COVID-19 is considered a plague so when we go back here to Exodus the 7th chapter and verses 1 through 13 we have to discover in this text that Moses and Aaron this is the second time that they were allowed to come before Pharaoh and then at this time Pharaoh tells um is getting ready to tell them something however God mentions to the boys uh, you know Moses and Aaron he, he said look I'm gonna harden his heart and the children of Israel are in the midst of a pandemic 
They are there right there along with the Egyptians. But all of the stuff that happened there happened together with them. They were able to see the plague of the frogs. They were able to see the plague of the flies. They were able to see the plague of the locusts. And they were all in here, but God had sent Moses and Aaron, as it says in verse 4 of Exodus 7. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you that I may lay my hand upon Egypt. And what is he going to do? Bring forth mine armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. Even in the midst of this pandemic, God says he's going to bring us out. He's going to bring us through. He's going to bring us over. Although it may seem as if that this thing is not going to happen. God, when you're going to do this? God, when you're going to do that? But right now, sometimes we have to see that when God's hand is stayed from a thing, anything could happen. God's guidance through this tragedy, he said, verse 4, that he was going to bring them out. He was going to bring them through. However, in the midst of all this bringing, he said he was going to harden Pharaoh's heart. We are encouraged by the text, which is telling us in Psalms 32 and verses 7 through 8. And it says that you are my hiding place. Oh, in the midst of this COVID pandemic, we have to remember that thou art my hiding place, O God. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall compass me about with songs of deliverance. Do you have your song today? Are you encouraged? By what God is desiring to do. What will he say? He says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you shall go. I will guide you with mine eye. No need to worry while we're in the midst of this pandemic. No need to fret while we're in the midst of this pandemic. No need to get beside yourself while we're in the midst of this pandemic. Do you know why? Because there is one whose hand is larger than anything else in the world. There is one who can add just a drop of his concern and give peace to those who are in chaos and give joy to those who are in sorrow. His name is Jesus. He's holding our hand through this thing. If there's anybody that can have uh, any type of leeway over us that can help us through and deliver us through this pandemic, his name is Jesus. He said, I'm going to instruct you and keep you. <laughs> I, I know how to let you find me as a hiding place. Psalm 91, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 7 of Psalm 32, you are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. There's ever a time in this thing, there's ever a time that we needed help and that we needed hope, that we need direction to get out, to get over, to get through or get by. It's a time right now, brothers and sisters. How in the world did we get ourselves in this thing? I'm not concerned about so much how did we get into it. I'm concerned about God's hand moving us out. Amen. Go right there for somebody. We have to consider that it's God that's going to deliver us. It's God that's going to free us. It is God that's keeping us from contracting coronavirus. It is God that wants us to contract his spirit that it may beat back the virus. 
He says, ten thousand, he said, a thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come near nigh thee. Well, where is the hope through this thing, Pastor? Well, I'm glad that you asked because if going through anything like this, wherever you're going through it mentally, spiritually, socially, emotionally, financially, academically, you can't go to school, kids can't graduate, people can't go to work. There's a stimulus plan being given to us in a couple of more weeks. We don't know if we're going to get the whole part or, or partial. You can't be so much concerned about if you're going to get the whole part or if it's going to become partial. But our greatest concern is that, that we open up those two brand new things when we get up in the morning called eyes that we see another brand new day that he has blessed us to see, witness, and behold. Because when he does that, he's still, talking about Jesus, <laughs> he still lets us know that he has purpose and planned for us. Here is the hope in going through, and God's going through a, a tragedy. Here's the hope in which God has given us today. He says, beloved, you've been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with yours truly, Dr. Christopher Manuel. You are invited to join me at the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church every first and second Saturday for divine worship service at 11 a.m. and Wednesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. located at 916 Richmond Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana. And on the third and fourth Saturday for divine worship service at 10 a.m. and Tuesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. at the Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Church located at 4517 South MacArthur Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana. Beloved, your gifts and love offerings can help keep this ministry on the air. Send your correspondence to 916 Richmond Drive, Alexandria, Louisiana, 71302, and join us every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on KAYT KQJO for the Restoring Faith broadcast. Be blessed. KAYT Monroe, West Monroe, 98.9. Is moving. 